0: I wear lipstick all the time to make myself feel better. Like for example, no makeup, my hair is not done. I'm at the bus stop with full blown wash hair, have not done it because I wanna go running in my workout clothes, messy mom bun, but I swiped on a little bit of pink lipstick Because it made me feel good, right? When I don't feel put together, to me, that's the easiest thing I can do. I put together my ultimate How to Choose the Perfect Shade Tone for You lipstick guide. It's totally free download. You can grab it at katiejuststyled.com backslash lipstick. Hello, lady, and welcome back to the Styled for Life podcast. It's your host, Katie. So pumped to be here as usual. I mean, that's every episode I fucking love podcasting. So today's episode, I'm actually really excited for this one. Um, It's something that comes up a lot, and it's a really like action-oriented episode. I know we do a lot of mindset episodes, and I do a lot of talking to just talk episodes, but this one is all about solutions and how to feel amazing in your body right now. So as always, my intention with the Style for Life podcast and for every episode that I do is to show up and share with you guys like my favorite lifestyle strategies, style solutions that make you feel confident and good in your body right now. My goal is to share these things so that you can implement them today. Like You don't have to lose weight. You don't have to work harder. You don't have to do things you're not aligned with. These are tips and tricks that have made an impact in my life, my client's life, my friends, other coaches that I work with, that I want to share on the podcast today. Podcasting changed my life back in 2019, and i honestly, I don't think I'd be here doing what I'm doing today without podcast. So my goal is to pay that forward on this podcast and just like share what I know. So today's episode is a juicy one. It's all about the five things that are killing your confidence and very specifically your style confidence, your closet there's five things in your closet that when you wake up every morning, after you've worked out, meditated, hydrated, and you go into the closet to really start your day and get dressed, that are just sucking the life out of you. It's like, my daughter would say it, oof, ain't you. That's Roblox lingo, in case you're not hip to the game. Um, so every morning you walk in the closet, you're feeling good, and then you take a look around the clothes and you're like, oof, right? Like that feeling, we know that feeling. So there's five heavy hitters that I want to lean on today. There's a bonus one, and it's called lipstick. And I didn't put that on the top five things that are absolutely killing your confidence in your closet. But I wanted to share with you guys super quickly that finally, I don't know how many years later, I have created the ultimate guide to choosing the best lipstick for you. Hands down, one of the number one questions that I get on Instagram or DMs, podcasts, emails, whatever is, what lipstick are you wearing? What brands do you like? How do I know what colors to pick? I could never wear those colors. So finally, I guess after months of staring at my lipstick wallpaper here in the Clothis and the Clothis headquarters, I was like, you know what? You should put together a lipstick guide. So I put together my ultimate. How to Choose the Perfect Shade Tone for You Lipstick Guide. It's totally free download. You can grab it at katyjuststyled.com backslash lipstick. And it's going to teach you all about tones and shades and how to know what tones are good for you. Like warm tones, cool tones. Like me specifically, I really am drawn to cool tones. They look amazing on my skin tone. I have some notes in there on how to start to discern that and pick that out. I talk about shading based on skin tones, not just your undertones and how to match your lipstick to your mood. To me, that's more important than your skin tone and your undertone and all of that shit, all the tones. Let's talk about your mood and your energy. To me, style, with this whole episode's about today around killing your confidence, it's really around the energetics and embodiment of style and why that's so important. You know that I believe that style is one of the missing keys pieces to this holistic healthcare approach where with our mental wellness and our physical wellness and our body confidence and spiritual and emotional and all of those things to me the style transcends many of those yes it's a physical yes it's a way for me to communicate with people physically but it's also a way for me to communicate with myself it's also a way for me to create energy. It's also a way for me to move up the emotional vibrational scale, right? Like I feel really good. It helps out a ton. So lipstick is a super easy, less than 10 seconds way to start. I wear lipstick all the time to make myself feel better. Like for example, no makeup. My hair is not done. I washed my hair last night and my hair is just not like of naturally fun texture, right? I have like that shitty wavy, but not even a good wavy. So either I'm curling it, straightening it, or figuring out how to make it feel more like me way. So I'm at the bus stop with full blown wash hair. have not done it because I want to go running in my workout clothes, messy mom bun, but I swiped on a little bit of pink lipstick Because it made me feel good, right? When I don't feel put together, to me, that's the easiest thing I can do. So go grab the guide. If you have questions, shoot me a message on Insta or email. It's katiejuststyle.com backslash lipstick. It's definitely one of the five things that's killing your closet confidence. But let's hop in to the real five things that are absolutely killing your confidence and things you should get rid of right now. Like I said, very action-oriented. It's the fall, it's September. It's time to clean out the closet. I don't know about you, but you know, spring and fall, it's always that fresh energy every time the seasons change and shift, but very specifically spring and fall where it's time to move into the new. And every time you move into the new, there's something you have to release from the past so that you can be that woman that you are today. All right, so let's hop in. Number one, you guessed it, ill-fitting garments. Ill-fitting means too tight or too big, and not like too big in a cute way, like drowning in, but I won't let myself buy new clothes big and too tight. I don't know about you, this is where I sit in the too tight zone of I'm saving these jeans for the day that I turn back into a size six. Let me tell you why these things are killing your confidence. One, the two big items to me signals these clothes are too big. Yes, I can wear them and they may even quote unquote be comfortable, but energetically, And my belief is that you are sending the subconscious message to yourself that you are not worthy of investing in clothes that fit your body. I don't know about you, but I can't think of more of a confidence killer than feeling like I'm not worthy. And let me tell you, this is my work to be done. I joke about this. I talk about this all the time. Like We teach what we need to know. Outside validation is my jam. (laughs) And I'm really working on Validating myself and taking back my agency in this space. So, if I don't feel worthy of investing in money for myself or anything, I try to reframe it. And I think, oh, there was a time in my life I'd spend $200 at the bar, easy peasy, but I can't go buy myself a couple pair of nice jeans that actually fit. I'm constantly playing that game in my head now. Like anytime I'll go splurge on a fancy dinner with my husband, but I will hold back from like letting myself buy something that I know that's going to help me feel better where that, whether that's a massage or a pair of jeans that actually fit me or some vitamins or supplements I need. So think about that and how you might be holding yourself back by not letting yourself buy the clothes that actually fit. But let's shift gears there for a second. That's too big. Those clothes that are too tight. So what I find that we do with clothes that are too tight is one, every morning when I come in to get dressed, if half my wardrobe's too tight, I've completely eliminated half the wardrobe. So I stand there and I'm like, ugh, I have nothing to wear. My closet's trash. And then for me, I immediately dive into overwhelm because I have nothing to wear Then translates to, I have so much to do. There's not enough time in the day. There's not enough money. What was me? My life sucks. I've got to text my mom back. Oh, don't forget to pack the kids lunch. Does Chloe have soccer next week? Bah, bah, blah blah. bah, right? And this is because personally, I don't have clothes that are too big. <laughs> so my clothes are too tight. That's where I'm at. And then also what happens when half my wardrobe is too tight, it spirals me into, oh, I'm overwhelmed with all those things I just mentioned. When the fuck am I going to quote unquote work out or eat better? I don't have time to meal plan and I'm spiraling. Those clothes in my closet don't make me feel good. One, they immediately send me into overwhelm and they immediately push me into the shame and guilt of like, how did I let myself gain so much weight? How come I'm not doing this? If I could just get my emotions under control, maybe I could stop eating the fucking donuts. My nutritionist, Amber, shout out to her, already told me I eat too much sugar. That's why I can't fit into these jeans, right? And then it starts in that inner mean girl voice like that bitch has no chill. So we're going to chill her the fuck out. We're going to take those two tight jeans, clothes, whatever. And a couple things here, going back to our worthiness, either we're going to donate them to our local women's shelter for the woman who's coming out of something that we're just a couple steps ahead of who will very much be able to use these clothes to build her new life, or we're going to archive those jeans. We're going to archive those jeans and get them out of our line of sight every single day. Because if I can't wear them today, they're not serving me today. They do not need to be in my closet when I go get dressed today. So I want you to archive those jeans, put them in... I put them in my daughter's closet. I actually put a lot of stuff in my husband's closet now that I've turned my closet into an office. Or I put them in the plastic bin with the garage with the fucking um, Christmas decorations. And two magical things are going to happen. One, you're going to walk into a closet and you're going to see what your gaps and holes really are, which in turn will help you go shopping if you do want to go shopping, which is a completely different episode on why we hate shopping, because we don't know what we're shopping for. So one, you'll start to see the gaps and holes of like, wow, I really have no pants. Maybe I should, should actually um, buy some jeans or hire Katie to help me buy some jeans. And the second thing that's going to happen is should you lose the weight, when you go back and pull those things out, you get to make a very important decision. Once again, are you the woman who wants to wear those jeans, wants to be that old version. Because the woman I was when I could wear a size six or eight last time, ain't going to be the same bitch that I am when I could wear a size six or eight this time. I am so radically different. That woman who was a size six or eight, I don't even know if I'll honestly ever get back down to a size six or eight. But if I do that woman, Was living from a place and mindset of scarcity, of survival, of lack. And then I get to make that decision: am I still her when I get there? So, number one thing that's killing confidence in your closet today is ill-fitting garments. Which really ill-fitting can mean anything that's misshapen, anything that's tattered and needs to go. But most importantly, those pieces that are too tight or too big, stop holding on to them. There's always more money. You will always have the money and the means to go buy new clothes for yourself because you deserve it. You work really, really fucking hard. And I believe that. I inherently believe that when we are doing amazing things in this world, in this universe, that we will always be provided the means to get the things that we desire in our lives, i.e. clothes that fit. That's why I'm a big, big believer of paying it forward and donating my clothes to the locals women's shelter. That's what I did after I lost my corporate job and my ego was fucking twisted up over getting fired in the pandemic. I know I couldn't keep those clothes, so I donated them to the local shelter for women who are leaving certain situations and getting back into the workforce. I know other states do, like, um, programs for women who maybe have been, reincar- um, been incarcerated that are reentering the workforce, local shops that recycle or sustainable shops or um, thrift stores. I have a local partner And that now, and I'm hoping, and we're going to work on figuring out how we can bring this nationally. Um, But I can't push my dreams on another business owner, so we'll get there soon enough. But there's so many different options on paying it forward. And I promise that when the time comes for you to invest in the clothes that you need when you release these, you will be provided for. All right. Number two, kind of in the same vein, of lack and scarcity mindset around if we let go of our clothes, we won't be able to get new clothes. Is hanging on to anything that has tags on it longer than six months. It is imperative and so true that if you were hanging on to clothes that still have tags on them from six months ago, that it is killing your confidence because again, you're on the guilt or shame spiral oh, I should have never spent the money on that. I can't believe I bought that. Why haven't you worn it? Yeah, there's a reason you haven't worn it, right? Either you believe you're saving it for a special day and that 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 your life isn't currently good enough to wear them or they don't fit, or maybe you bought something that just completely was out of your style alignment, right? It's just not who you are. I've done that. I'm looking at a top right now and I'm asking myself, why the fuck is this in here? I like it. It's cute, but it's just not my style. I would never choose it over something else over in my closet. And that's the way I really clean out my closet recently. The more I do this work is I ask myself, this top is super cute. It doesn't really feel like me. If you're going on a date night once a month with your husband, would I choose that top? Because we do at least once a month. Would I choose that top over any of my other tops? And the answer is fuck no. That thing. That thing's got to go. It's not me, and it's going to help someone else. Why am I keeping it? Because I spent good money on it. But again, I have to believe if I pay it forward to someone else who is inherently that style, she will love it, and she will get use out of it. Every morning when I walk into your when my closet, when you walk into your closet, if you are looking at clothes that don't fit, and clothes that have tags on them, and you're sitting into a shame spiral, it's not boosting your confidence. So we're going to let those things go peacefully, quietly. We'll bless, what is it? Like, bless and release, okay? Let it go and pay it forward and just take feedback of yourself, right? Just take the feedback of, why did I buy that? Why didn't it work? Everything is feedback. Spoken like a true fucking business owner, right? But in, in theory, it's true. Everything, whether it's a personal relationship, whether it's the clothes we wear, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if it still has tags on it, and you fucking love it, and you're saving it for a special occasion, well, honey, that special occasion is today. Listening to this podcast is a special occasion, because we are fabulous. You put it on, and you go to Trader Joe's, and you rock it, and you feel amazing, and then you DM me, and you tell me how fucking confident you felt. Ooh, I knew I was excited for this episode. Number three, things that have to go that are absolutely killing your confidence, lady. Anything with holes, but especially those holy ratty underwear. Mm-mm. Time for them to go. Here is the point in the journey where I like to ask people and myself, what are you tolerating in your life? There are so many things that we come across to on a daily basis that are on autopilot for us that we're just simply tolerating. And I believe that shitty underwear is one of them. That's just the tolerance that you've built up. Either you're so on autopilot that you don't even know that you're putting on shitty underwear, or you've just gotten used to tolerating certain things because you feel like you have other priorities. And I'm gonna say, and you can ask all of my clients, your magical outfit starts with amazing undergarments. I just had a client recently that we were styling for a big event and she was like, honestly, I'm more excited for the fucking underwear than the special occasion outfit because I feel like I just haven't even given myself some of it's permission, some of it's time, right? Like if you don't know what you don't know and you don't want to spend hours researching the fucking internet, what's better, skim, spanks, or honey love, like I get it, right? That's where stylists, that's where our value really comes in, where we can help you. But I understand, right? Like you have a laundry list of things to do, right? You're killing it in life. You're the CEO of so many parts of your life, right? Whether you're in a corporate job, whether you have kids, whether you have dogs, whether you have a partner, whether it's family, friends, whatever you're prioritizing takes precedent over those underwear and you begin to just tolerate it. Those holy underwear have to go i am telling you my secret trick to this is I have found a pair of underwear that I just like the style and comfort fit of them. And I fucking buy them over and over and over. Like, that's just it. I'm like, and they're all the same color. (laughs) They're all black with a little bit of lace. And I just fucking like them. And I just, those are my everyday go-to underwear. If they get starting to get worn out, I just throw them away. Yeah. That's just not a priority for me to have a bunch of matching different underwear. Maybe it is for you, right? Like you're different. Like, Yes, yeah, so I have sexy married panties for those events, sure, but they're not happening enough. And really, it's like the kids are at school or the kids are about to get up. You have 30 minutes, and I'm exaggerating. <laughs> you have 10 minutes, let's go, right? But yeah, I like to have really cute underwear just on a daily basis. So I just bought the same pair over and over. It makes me feel fab. And really cute, period, underwear. So anybody that's listening, that's still bleeding, please get yourself cute period underwear. It's a fucking game changer, a fucking game changer. So anything with holes got to go. I know we've been talking about underwear, but absolutely anything in your wardrobe that has holes has to go because queens don't wear things with holes. Queen Elizabeth just passed. She wasn't wearing things with holes. You can't reign for 70 years with holy underwear. Okay. You can't feel confident and tell someone why they should pay you X amount of money and why you are why you need a raise with holy underwear. No. So go and invest and get you those amazing underwear that are going to make you feel confident. And then you go download that Ultimate Style Guide lipstick book and you swipe on your lipstick and no one's going to be able to tell you nothing. And that leads me, perfect segue into the number four thing that's killing your confidence, like absolutely fucking killing your confidence. And I have seen this with some of my clients and I'm working on this with a couple of them, is holding on to the clothes that you want to fix oh, I'm going to fix this. Oh, I can sew that. Oh, I can do that. Maybe you can, and maybe you will. But again, let's go back to so the rule of thumb and styling is six months, right? Because every six months, the seasons, for most of us, change, right? And so if you haven't done it in six months, then now we're on to a completely different season. And then chances are when it comes back around, either it's not going to fit, you won't like the style or silhouette anymore, or you're not going to be that same woman anymore. So energetically, it's not going to be a match with you anymore. So if you are holding on to clothes that you're going to fix, go ahead and release them. And then let's go back to our money conversation. Time is money. I don't have time to fix my clothes. I was telling someone the other day, they were like, I have, I'm i having a hard time buying these because I feel like I can make them. And I said, okay, are you going to prioritize the time to make them? No. Do you want them? Do they serve an actual need in your wardrobe today a gap that you have and they say, absolutely are they going to make you happy absolutely so then the money's well spent let's buy them right i help my son make his clothes all the time but i prioritize that because it's time that him and i get to spend together as he becomes a teenager am i going to fix any of my own clothes fuck no i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it and i have to be real honest with myself on can i do something and should i do something can I clean my house? Yes. Would I like a little support with that so that I can do other things, run my business, pick my kids up from school? Yes. Okay. So get really serious with yourself on should I actually fix this? Is this a valuable use of my time and money? Or am I a fucking queen who can go buy another $20 shirt from Target if I want to? I'm joking. That might not be the thing you're holding on to. And if, you are getting it fixed because you want to take it to a tailor, then honey, put it on your list for Fridays. I tell all my clients your Friday or Saturday, whatever day is your errand day for me, it's usually Friday and it goes on that list and it's going to the tailor right then to get fixed. And honestly, tailors are not that expensive. So if it is worthy of getting fixed, if the pants need to be hemmed or the shirt as a whole, take it to the tailor and see if they can fix it. It's not going to cost that much money. And you again, DM me and let me know. So number four, clothes that you want to fix, got to go, killing your confidence. Because now, have I described, I'm sure you're listening, on number four, I'm sure I've described half your closet, a quarter of your closet, and now you're starting to understand why when you come into the closet, things aren't working. When you look at the closet, you're like, oh my God, I have nothing to wear. Because you actually kind of don't in some regards. But I want you to think about the closet in your closet. There's a difference between I have nothing to wear and I'm not really sure how to wear it. So make sure you get really clear on that as well. But if this is resonating with you, I do want you to start pulling some of those items. And again, you don't have to throw them away, but you can start taking them down and see what you're left with. And that's a really amazing way to start building your intentional shopping list. Actually, I'm going to do another episode on this um, in a couple of weeks on how to shop. I know it sounds simple, but like, I need someone to teach me how to eat. (laughs) So, all right. Number five, the number, number five, the fifth, whatever thing in your closet that's killing your confidence today is anything you don't like, flat out, anything you don't like, but I'm going to go on a limb here and say especially gifts. I have someone in my life who gifts me a lot of clothes and I don't like them sometimes most of the time and it's really hard and uncomfortable to be like oh what am I gonna do with this Uh, you know I don't like it it doesn't make me feel good and it's just taking up space in my closet and then what actually happens is I try to wear it because I don't want to hurt that person's feelings. And then I don't have a good day. And then I'm like, what am I even doing this for? So it's a really awkward conversation, but I've tried to get really intentional around, these are the things, like, I don't want you to waste your money. It's a little bit easier now that I've come back to myself. And I'm like, remember that I went to fashion school and I'm a stylist, yeah, I don't actually need you to help me buy stuff because I am buying my clothes really rather intentionally now, based on what I need, not just always what I want yeah sometimes what I want I do spend a lot of time helping people shop but it's really rooted in what I need from season to season what I'm replacing what doesn't fit anymore what's you know run out like I have jeans and like I love them and then they're getting too loose too big or too stretched it's time for them to go really intentional so anything you don't like has got to go especially those gifts again we're going to pay it forward to the next woman Or you can always use my archiving trick in case that person comes over and wants to see it. Whip it on out. So those are the five things that need to come out of your closet right now. And I'm going to tell you seven things that you can replace them with this fall. So if you're like, this is great, I'm getting rid of stuff, but what am I putting back in? I'm going to tell you the seven things. So five things that got to go. Anything that doesn't fit flat out has to go. Anything with tags longer than six months. Unless I challenge you, it's a fabulous piece of clothing that you have not given yourself permission to wear because you don't think you have anywhere to go, then that, you take the tag off and you wear it and you send me a selfie on Instagram, at Katie Allen Stylist. Number three, anything with holes, especially your holy underwear. Number four, clothes that you want to fix, but haven't fixed. Five, anything you don't like, especially gifts that you're only wearing because you feel guilty. So now your closet's empty. I've been through this like three times in the last two years, so I fully understand where you're coming from. Closet's empty, what do I replace it with? I'm gonna give you a quick hit list of some fall essentials that you can add into your wardrobe. These are classic, timeless pieces that come around every fall, so you can buy them this year. They'll still be in style next year. You can make this these investments with peace of mind. And most importantly... Next week, I'm going to be releasing my what to expect fall style guide with outfit formulas. And most of these, if not all of these, are definitely going to make an appearance. And this guide is going to be amazing. It's going to be how to wear all of these things and with real, real, real outfit formulas. Not just here's what's trending, but here's what you can expect to see when you go shopping this fall. Here's what you should be investing in. And here's exactly how. To wear it, these are the tips and tricks that I share with my clients all the time. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Just had to do that shameless little plug there for next week. But what are you going to replace all of these things you're getting rid of with this fall? Some easy peasy shopping now that you're building that shopping list. Number one black jeans, straight leg or boot cut, fall staple. So Black jeans. We get into the darker months. Most of us tend to lean towards darker colors, right? So, in black jeans, you can wear all year. They're a staple to have in your wardrobe, no matter if you're meeting with clients or doing presentations in the office. They can be dressed up. They can be dressed down. Again, the book's gonna have some tips for dressing up and dressing down because I know that means nothing <laughs> um, with visuals. But notice here, this fall, the big thing is straight leg or bootcut I know it hurts like when I think of bootcut I literally am like transported to 10th grade with my Timberlands on buying bootcut jeans from American Eagle but that's where we're at jeans are starting to shift you can absolutely continue to wear your skinnies but if you want to try something new this fall I highly recommend straight leg or bootcut jeans The difference between straight leg and flare, in case you're wondering, straight legs are fitted all the way down to around the knee and then they start to flare out when you get down to the calf. So if you still like fitted pants, that's something that you can look for. Number two, super simple um, staple that's always on the list is a white tee. So this season, you're gonna see tons of white tees and more importantly, white tank tops. So white tank tops are like Running rampant, like ribbed, old school, think like a wife beater <laughs> for all my uh listeners from the 90s, wife beater, ribbed, classic style tank top. So the one I've been rocking all summer is a black one from Madewell. So I ordered a white one to go into this fall you're going to see tons of white tees and tons of white rib tank tops because they make really easy transitional pieces because we can just throw on our jean jackets over them. We can throw on our leather jackets over them. We can throw on our new long cardigans over top of them. And they're amazing transitional pieces while we're in fall before it's like really freezing our ass off, right? So that's two and three. So we have black jeans. We're going to pair it with a white tee or a white rib tank. And we are doing some things. Then... Leather jackets. Leather jackets are all the fucking rage this fall. I even got one for myself. I haven't owned a leather jacket in years. I'm really, really excited. And again, that's instant outfit right there. Duster cardigans are another thing. So thinking really long cardigans with fun prints. More to come on that. You will have to get the fall lookbook and style guide so so you can see all the new fun prints that will be coming this season. So, black jeans, white tees, white rib tanks, duster cardigans, leather jackets. And last but not least, a couple of accessories that you can absolutely invest in to replace any of the things that you let go of that in your closet that was killing your confidence is your favorite crossbody purse. Boy fine yeah, find one, pick one. This is where I think you can really lean in to the fall color trends this season with the really bright hued blues, the lavender or the barbie core, which is really just all things pink. And my personal favorite is a fashion sneaker. Fashion sneakers are timeless. It's a great time of year as we move away from our sandals in the summer and spring. Get some new fashion sneakers. Like those seven fall essentials literally create so many different outfits, so your black jeans, your white tee, your rib tank, your crossbody, you switch out the cardigan, you switch out the leather jacket, you throw on your favorite fashion sneakers, some Vans, some Converse, some Golden Goose, and you are in it to win it, babe. So those are the five things have to come out of your closet as you head into this new season, as you're ready to embrace this big September energy, live your best life and feel amazing. So you can feel amazing in your body right now. You don't have to lose weight. You don't have to work harder. You don't have to do crazy, whatever that thing is that you might be thinking of. It's really the little simple habits that we have on a daily basis that help us feel confident right now. So this is how you can build style confidence in the closet. Be on the lookout for the new fall style guide on what to expect when shopping this season with complete without outfit formulas. You can snap pictures. You can download it onto your phone and take it with you shopping. That'll be available in the next couple of weeks. And in the meantime, if you're like, yeah, boo, just give me that lipstick. Go down the ultimate lipstick guide on how to find the perfect shade for you. KatieJustStyle.com backslash lipstick. And I'll see you on the other side. Bye.